0: What's up, guys? Jeff Cavalier, ATHLEANX.com. So, today we are here to help you with your chest training. We're going to deliver – and by the way, we – it's not him. No, 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 no. We're reaching out, getting a little divine intervention today. We're laying down the Ten Commandments, the shouts and the shout knots of chest training so that you can get the most out of your training. All right? So, let's get excuse started me, right away. Excuse with me. Excuse uh, me. I'm sorry what? to interrupt, but uh, um, Jesse? I've yeah? always been a big fan of your beard. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, thanks. I'm a big fan of beards in general. Uh, It's a good beard. You know what? I think I'm going to grow mine out again because I dig the beard too, so. Can can we get this thing going? All right. The first commandment is, Thou shalt 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 not not shrug shrug your your traps. You heard them. You better get those traps out of your chest training if you want to see the best results from your chest training. We thought so much of this and so highly of this that we made it the chest master tip. Meaning, when you get down to a bench press, the first thing you need to do is pull your shoulders down. Activate your lower traps to get those upper traps out of the domination of that exercise. Why? Because when the traps shrug up. You basically are also getting your shoulders up and forward, which puts them in a better position than your chest to actually do the pushing. And You're going to see that that's another major thing that we want to make sure we do properly. If you go to a dip station and you get ready to do your dips, what's happening? Most of the time you collapse under your own weight and your traps shrug up again. You want to actively depress them, which puts the chest into the position as the primary mover to then push and initiate the contraction, which actually leads us to Thou shalt initiate initiate every every contraction contraction. from the chest. You absolutely need to do this, and it's so simple, but we overlook it. You need to initiate from your chest. You can see it happen right here. Again, there's a very close interplay between the role of the front delt and the chest. and If you don't respect it, and see where that line is drawn, you're going to miss out on the opportunity to get more out of every contraction. Because what your body wants to do is let your shoulders take over and move just a little bit in front of your chest here that then want to do the pushing. As Again, the line of first defense. But if you actively keep that chest pushed out and initiate the contraction from here, you can feel it. The very first eighth of an inch that you move should happen because of the contraction of the chest, and then from there you continue to push. You're going to feel the difference. It's a major difference, but it does take a cognitive awareness of the fact that the first contraction has to come from the chest. And As soon as you initiate there, you're going to put yourself in a better position for the entire rest of the rep. Thou shalt shalt adduct adduct at every every opportunity. opportunity. Adduction, the absolute critical component of a complete chest contraction. Now – Jeff, Jeff. Adduction. That's one plus one equals three, right? No, no, no. That's addition, and that doesn't even equal three. Didn't you go to college – dude, this is not a good advertisement for Quinnipiac. Yeah. So <laughs> adduction, when you actually do a chest contraction, is going to be the final portion of that if you're going to get a complete chest contraction. Because the role of the chest is not just to push away from the body, but to come across the body and bring the arm across. So I don't want you to think that heavy training is always going to produce the best results. It will produce a component of the best results, but if you're avoiding some of these adduction type exercises that I'm showing you here because you think that they're using too light of weights to produce a result, you're leading yourself down the wrong path. Lighter weights that produce a complete chest contraction are going to produce great results. If you take those weights and push them to failure, you're going to get the benefits of them. It doesn't matter. Your body doesn't understand the number on the side of the stack or on the side of the dumbbell. All it understands is the tension that you're creating. And When you create maximum tension by going to a maximal contraction, that is when you get a better end result for your chest. And I want to make sure that you're not forgetting to include these types of exercises. In your chest workouts. Thou, Thou shalt, shalt not, not avoid, avoid drop sets. sets. You stay out of this one before I drop you. Okay. All right, drop sets, guys. Drop sets are a very critical component of complete chest training. Why? Because when we go back to what we talked about earlier, The chest doesn't usually act alone. A lot of times it's getting help, sometimes unwanted, from the front delts and from the triceps too. But drop sets allow us to really take every last drop of effort out of the chest to ensure that we're really hitting it hard. So what you do is you do a regular bench press and then go grab a lighter set of dumbbells and drop it down. Again, maybe half the weight that you use and you go to another set here. The benefit here being that. You might have been using some of the other assistive muscles here to get the heavier weight done, but when you drop it down, now you really focus on everything we already talked about. Initiating the contraction and really forcing the chest to eke out those last few repetitions. And That is going to be key. And It doesn't just have to be here. You can do the same thing even with a dip. You do a regular dip here with full body weight, or even with a weighted dip. And Then you drop down seamlessly if you're using a band. Just step into the band, as you see me do here, and crank out a few more reps. Again, really in that second half of the drop set, really, really, really focusing on saying, all right, take all the other big muscles out of it, let the chest finish out the job here, and really, really finish what you started. Thou shalt, shalt include pullovers. pullovers. Yes, yes. Pullovers. I'm not going to make him repeat himself again. He's right. Chest pullovers. Pullovers done for your chest. One of the best exercises you could possibly do and something you shall start doing now if you want to see the best results, especially for your upper chest. So what you do is you take a dumbbell you lay back over the bench as if you're doing a regular dumbbell pullover for your lats. But instead of flaring your elbows, what you do is you try to bring your forearms and your biceps closer to each other. And from the bottom position here you initiate – yes, we're reenacting that same commandment again – initiating the contraction from the upper chest. The whole dumbbell movement is created by the squeeze, initially, by the upper chest. Bring it just to the position where it's over your head, and you bring it back down again. This is a great way, if you've never tried it, to feel this really intense contraction. Almost like this V-line here that forms the upper chest. A great way to activate it and hit it every single time. Belt show to squeeze. Up. Guys, when you are doing any of your push-up variations here, you wanna make sure that you're getting some component, again, of adduction if you can. Matter of fact, you don't have to be limited to just having your hand in this fixed hand position on the ground, which prevents you from getting any closer movement of the arms into adduction. You can do other things. We've actually covered an entire video on push-up variations that I'll link at the end of this video for you to see where you can get a lot more variety, but you can see some of the exercises here. The key is when you're getting yourself off the ground, even if you are doing it from this fixed hand position, is not to just worry about pushing from me to you, but worry about pushing your hands like this, even though they're not going to slide on the floor. If you feel that you're going to slide on the floor, then you're actually going to squeeze your body off the ground, which does what? It puts your chest out in front of your shoulders once again, and it gives you an overall better impact from every single rep of push ups that you're doing. Squeeze ups. Thou shalt, shalt protect, protect thy th- th- shoulders. Right. Your shoulders need to be protected when you're training your chest. Did you know that there are more injuries done to the shoulder through chest training than there are through direct shoulder training? If, I didn't know that. is true. Because most of us don't have any appreciation for the fact that every single exercise we do for the chest, no matter what it is is involving, obviously, the shoulder joint. and Because we're using either heavier weights to try to really bulk up our chest, or because we're doing maybe some awkward movements, we put our shoulders in some really weird positions. So what your job is to do is to protect it at all costs, because any shoulder injury is going to take you out of the gym entirely. It's going to take you out of your chest training entirely, and there'll be no gains made if that's the case. So you can see the things that I do here. One, I switch to a floor fly as opposed to an unsupported bench fly. We've talked about this many, many times before how the gains can still be made here. As a matter of fact, you can have eccentric overload gains that you can't safely have when on the bench and still get way more shoulder protection from the floor. You can also do some more decline bench pressing, which will put the shoulders a little bit more back into a natural position and a safer position for pressing from. And If you don't even have access to a decline bench, all it takes is a single plate propped up under the end, the foot of the bench you're using, that gives you even just a slight 5 to 10 degree decline that's going to do what the job was, that purpose of saving your shoulders. Guys, respect your shoulders. You're going to need them on chest day. Thou shalt not, not forget, forget face pulls. Oh, I know this one. I do this because you told me to do this. Yeah, right. Well, you, That might be the only thing you've ever done that I told you to do. I'm not a good listener. Why do you think I screwed up my math equation? That's, that's true. You stopped listening in nursery school, I guess. Guys, you have to do face pulls for more than the reasons that we just talked about, about shoulder health. The thing is, I say for every three sets of a chest exercise you're going to do, I want one set of face pulls done at the end of that workout. Why? Because you want to create muscle balance. Far too much of the pushing is going to create rounded shoulders. But beyond that, rounded shoulders make your chest look small. I don't care how big it is. You can take the guy with the biggest chest, make him go like this, and everything is caved down and in open up the shoulders, have the ability to externally rotate your shoulders and get into better posture upright here, your shoulder, your, your chest itself actually broadens and gives you the appearance of a better looking chest without ever even having to lift up. Thou shalt do overcoming isometrics. Okay, no. Now, we didn't just save Jesse's alma mater some embarrassment. One tenth of the embarrassment that they would have had. We actually are taking the shirts off here to demonstrate something very important about the value of overcoming isometrics and why you need to include them in your chest training if you want the right results. Jesse, come up here. We're going to demonstrate something really quick. And When Jesse's in this position here, he's at the sort of, almost towards the end position of a bench press. If I were to go and try to resist him and push against him as hard as I could, I really can't budge him that much because he's pretty strong out there. However, if I get him back into the bottom position of a bench press. I say, Jesse, now go ahead and resist me. It's actually not that hard to push him right off the camera, but now we reverse the roles. If I get out here and I press, Jesse really can't move me. Okay. But now, if I get into that weak position here, all the way down in this spot here, right? and I say, Jesse, now go ahead and press. Jesse, go ahead and press. I'm pressing. You can press, Jesse. Come on. If you want to press, you can press. Right? I have the ability to generate good strength back there because I'm doing this. This is an overcoming isometric. The purpose of including these is to become more isometrically strong in your weaker points of the range of motion in the bench press. We know that the bottom point is a sticking point. We don't train that way. Isometrics give us the value of increasing our strength within 15 degrees up and down of the position we train it in. By doing the exercises I'm showing you here, I load the stack up as much as I can. I'm trying to basically move in a movable object. But I'm increasing my fiber recruitment capability, which increases my strength generation in this weak spot. So, that now when I attack a bench press, I have more strength down there. I'm going to be able to get more weight off of my chest, meaning I'm not going to be limited by the heavier weights in my weak point, ultimately elevating the weight I'm using, and therefore the results I'm getting. Now, Jesse, go put your shirt back on. Thank God.
1: Thou shalt shalt not train chest chest on on Monday. Monday.
0: I know. It's a tough pill to swallow, even on International Chest Day. you you, got to switch things up, guys. The rule here is that you can't keep doing the same thing. I know a lot of people say, Jeff always knows what I'm going to do. I can tell you what your last chest workout was. See how close I am. Flat bench press into incline dumbbell bench press into dips, maybe, and maybe a little bit of cable crossover, and then maybe even some pushups. But, But, Jeff. Well, hold on, Jesse. How close was I? How close was I to what you actually did? The fact is, when it comes to chest training, I've never seen a more repetitive workout of all those workouts that we do, than that. I think we fall in love with that sequence, I think it makes us feel good, it gets the pump going, and we never vary. But I will tell you this, just like any other form of training, if you want to change yourself you're going to have to challenge yourself, and you're going to have to introduce all new things to your training. So what we want to do is not just stop at changing the day that we train chest. How about not training chest by itself at all? Maybe even switching the order that we do the exercise. I know this is making your eyes spin, Jesse. Maybe it's even changing the order of the exercises we do. Instead of just doing those flies – floor flies, not bench flies – after your bench press, how about putting them before as a form of pre-exhaustion? You will not feel the same way if you do that exercise sequence in the reverse order. It's going to – produce yes? You're messing with the national chess. I said International Chess Day. I know, and you're messing with it. But what? What's the point? I'm, this is what's going to benefit you. Yeah, but you can't mess with International Chess Day. That's just the way it is. What do you? Why? Because you don't know what to do on a Monday, otherwise? Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know what to do. on Haven't Monday, Haven't you been otherwise. following our programs? Yes, but I like to. We do don't chest do chess every Monday. I like to do chess on Mondays, anyways. So you've still been doing it. Yes. Guys, don't follow him. If you're looking for a program that actually maps out what to do, you won't have a – turn this way – you won't have a chest that looks like this, you'll actually have a chest. You can get that, guys, by following our step-by-step programs over at ATHLEANX.com. We put the science back in strength, we lay it all out in a progression that makes sense and that actually, yes, make you get better gains faster. Those are all over at ATHLEANX.com. If you found the video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. In the meantime, I'm getting out of here. I'm not standing too close to this guy. See ya. Seriously?